Epic Space Ducks. Welcome to another episode of Indie Invasion Shorts. We're thrilled to have you, whoever decides to join us. And if you're watching this at a later time, we appreciate that too. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, click, do whatever it is you have to do so that you can stay up to date on all the fun stuff we're doing. What's happening, Mr. Eric, up there in the frigid north? Brr. Well, it's starting to warm up. We're breaking into the 30s again, so that's a good thing. Oh, there's Tonio. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Welcome. That giant is looking awesome, by the way, that you're painting. That thing is looking amazing. Big Mac. Um, or is it Little Mac? Mac. No, it's Big Mac. Big Mac. He's got the right... That giant has the right haircut. That's the thing. That comes supersized with fries. It might. It might. You never know. (laughs) You never know. All right. So, Eric, we chatted about this a little bit before we came on, but what are you working on? Well, I am doing pretty good on my uh, New Year's Eve resolution, one of them anyway. <laughs> That's, well, the Kickstarter one. Not the one. Kickstarter one? That's an ongoing <laughs> project, but um, no, working on my my log of half-painted models, and Sunday, let's do a good morning, Alder. Good morning, Sunday, Alder. I had a really good... <laughs> uh day of just sitting down here i had nothing else to worry about and started knocking out some of those marvel crisis protocols nice that were half done so did you get um, any finished yeah i got two done i got two done out of out of eight and then you know realistically i probably could have got some more done but it's one of those you know when you have a large number of models and you're painting them it's like you're jumping from one to the other. Oh, I got this color. He works for this one, this one, this one. You know, right. so sometimes it takes longer. Well, I kind of started that way, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on these two. And sure enough, I got two done. So Nice. Nice. What Bob got this? you there. Bob got you there. Yeah. I, well, actually, I don't know. I think it was kind of the same before Marvel Zombies right. dropped. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, on top of that, we had uh, Thunder Road. Yeah. Which is still going. If you guys wanted to check it out, I think there's. Ah, uh, you had to remind days, me it was still going. Three days left, and then Mothership. Uh, don't forget about Mothership. That Mothership, was bad. but that one's going to be easy one because I don't think I'm adding anything. I pretty much, and technically that was last year. So. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mere technicality. Hey, what's yeah, happening, Mini yeah. Warmut? Welcome to the show. So yeah, that's one of the other big uh, resolutions was that. So we'll see after. You know, pledge manager comes out, and mm-hmm. I mean, I still have to finish off the monster apocalypse, but you know, I'm kind of dragging my feet on that one because they said, Well, we don't know when we're gonna close it, and I'm like, Well, then uh-huh. I'll just hold on. And you know, I just jumped in to just get the core, just you know, see what yeah. is different. So, yeah, yeah, sure, I may not add anymore because Big Mike got everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just go over and play with Big Mike, yeah. So, many yeah. warm-ups said, I is the hopefully. The Kamon will be ready to ship undead and or alive uh, in another month. I didn't realize yeah, that. I Is think that the last update they said it was sitting in the docks and just okay. waiting to clear uh, customs and get to their distribution center and just start then start. Well, that means out, I, sh- so. I should be getting that right about the same time I get the Yulia Chronicles from Olmec Games for the Drowned Earth, which means yeah, hippo, hippo model. Matiu, the guy I got to design for the game, super excited about that. I want to paint him so bad. I can't paint tattoos though, and that sucks because he needs some tattoos. 
you know what? You're gonna have you to try. Out, yeah, you gotta try. You broke out that airbrush. You might have to try to use the not airbrush. Tattoos. And, <laughs> not tattoos. Not tattoos. I'll do, do some I'll stencil do some, work. I'll do some fine line stuff. I did some uh, Rumble Slam tattoos. Some uh, Maori style you know, Polynesian tattoos yeah. it came out really good. So I might, I might try that. Uh, I'm going to have a cut. I think, I think, I think I got three of them just so I had some spares and I could give some away. So yeah, I've been working on, <laughs> yep. Yep. That's where one's going. I've been working on this right here. Oil paints. I've been working on oil weathering today. And then earlier in the week I was working on, um, my airbrush. I hooked my airbrush up. I got it sitting right here. You're making me want to break mine out. And well, I figured. So I have the best in-laws in the world because they got me my airbrush a few years ago. I used it to um, base coat my my Night Lords army when I was still playing 40k, and uh, that was it. I, I didn't use it for anything else because I. Yeah. I didn't want to spend the, I really just didn't want to spend the time learning how to do it when I was already happy with what I was painting. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but I wanted to start using it for my terrain and, uh, okay, Tonio, I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, we've seen some of the stuff that I, he's painting I, up there. Yeah, we've seen that. I will, I will make sure that you get one once I have it in my hands. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been working on. So I have my my board here that I'm reworking. So you can see I got some. I've had to reprime a few spots that got busted up, but I'm going to use this one, and I'm just going to do all kinds of experimenting with the airbrush and uh, the oil weathering and all that stuff. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go nuts and see what I can see what I can do with it and see what I can learn. So yeah, sometimes that's the the fun part about painting. Yeah, uh, is just playing having, you know, having fun and experimenting and trying things out. And in a way I always look at it as that's a way you kind of learn technique, yeah. you know, and even, you know, a lot of people say, well, I am not artistic. You know, I don't have that artistic bone. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that aren't technically artistic, you know, right. I mean, it's, it is a gift, but you can, you can learn, learn a lot of it. Yeah. Learn a lot of those techniques to, you know, do something that you like and that's yeah. really what it is. What yeah. do you so like? I, I think the airbrush problem was, was I already knew how to paint. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't Tonio level. Okay. <laughs> I never will be, but, but I was, you know, I'm, I was happy with my models. Look, I could paint eyeballs and they don't look like they're whiz kids, old hero clicks looking in opposite directions. So I'm pretty happy with that. But, and then it was almost like I was starting over. And so I likened that yeah. to, and I know exactly why I didn't use it because I've been playing bass for 30 years. And every time I sit down to try to learn music or music theory, and I'm starting at the beginning again, I just get frustrated yeah. because I'm like, it's cool that I'm learning all this stuff, but I know how to do it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know how to do it. <laughs> if that makes sense. Cause I just play by ear. Uh, but so I think that's what happened with the airbrush, but I finally decided, forget it. I'm just going to do it, use it on the terrain. And I'm re actually really happy with what came out with the sewer board. All, Cause all I did was a little bit of glow to some nasty yeah, it looked cool. like it looked cool. sewer stuff. So yeah, so I was pretty happy with it. Good, good. Well, since we're talking so much about painting, maybe uh, that kind of segues into our topic oh, tonight. Big tonight, words tonight. Yeah. Tonight we're going to talk about quality painting or quantity 
quality or quantity? What so, is it? Yeah, what what are you looking for by doing one of these two painting model, uh, you know, ways to paint? Uh, and I think, like I already kind of mentioned this is, well, what do you want? I think it's a very yeah. personal thing. Um, you know, so I figure we'll, we'll look at both of them, kind of go over why would you do this one, you know? Right. Because uh, we see painters out there that just blow our minds and it's just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. I can't do well, that. I, I think I told you about this. And for those of you guys that don't know, I was talking with Peter and Sebastian, who are the guys that own Demented Games for Twisted. There you go. He was That's ready. Good lead he was, just, just so you guys know, he was practicing before we came on. Okay. So, um, and Sebastian's the sculpt, the main sculptor too. But I, I was just shooting a breeze with him over Facebook Messenger one day, and Peter just happens to casually mention that they're also both Golden Demon winners. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't you know designed, a, you designed a cool game. Sebastian sculpts everything, and yeah. you won a Golden Demon? I'm just setting fire to my brushes again. Now, <laughs> you know, way back in the day, I remember I entered some stuff in a Golden Demon at like you? Games Day. Uh, I can't even remember what year I have to look up, you know, my little entry stuff. But because um, I, you know, when I first got back into the hobby with GW stuff and painting, that's what got me back into it. And I would enter the little local ones at the local store and I I was doing pretty good. And I was like, oh, I'm going to enter this stuff in the Golden Demon. Yeah. <laughs> See, some of that stuff is like, holy cow. <laughs> did they pick yours up and go, did someone leave their model from a game over here? Did, <laughs> did you leave us over here? Somebody come get their model. So, so now I did I did win a best painted at, at Adepticon. But now I'll finish the story. Um, <laughs> because it was Brian. So Brian, if you watch this, I know what happened. So I got the coin, and it's a cool coin, and I'm really glad that I have it. It's neat. Yeah. Uh, my son got Best Sportsman and the Big Giant Medal, uh, but I got Best Painted. I was like, dude, I'm the only one that had a fully painted posse. That's why, that's why I got it, because the number one requirement was that your posse was painted. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you win. Quantity. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, how you make sure you win. Let's let's look at quality first. Okay, okay. Um, we'll I think that's what a lot of people get hung up on is that quality, yeah. and you know they they get down on themselves about you know it's it's one of those they compare it to these these golden demons or these sure. you know these champion painters that have um, been doing it for years and years and years or you know a lot of them have kind of we mentioned that natural talent that artistic yep. talent to see you know, how a color should look on, you know, a 3D model. That's, right. that's a very different uh, medium to paint is a 3D model. Um, but quality painting is basically, you, you know, it's something that you would spend hours working on just one or a few just to make it the best you can. Right. Um, you know, using all the techniques and skills that you can to make that model like yeah. super realistic, right? Where it has all yeah. the highlights and shades and stuff like that. But for what? What what exactly is your goal for painting to that level? And so, so like for me, and I, I would really actually like Tonio, if you have anything to say, please pipe in because you you're you really are an amazing painter. We're not just blowing smoke, you know, we're just recognizing that you're a super good painter. 
But for me, what, what I'll do when it comes to the quality stuff is because I just like models in general, and when I find a cool one, anybody that's in the twisted group knows that I just throw all kinds of models up there. If I find one that fits, fits the bill and I think it'll fit into the weird steampunk twist, then I'll throw it in there. But when I find one that I really, really, really like, that's the one, that's the one that I'm looking for quality on. Yeah. And I don't think that one, ha I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. You know, I don't I don't think that you have to sacrifice one for the other. I know there's some people out there. Um, one of the guys that does uh, commission painting for Discover Games, he does some stuff for me, too. Usually right as I um, right as I'm getting ready to go into a convention and maybe I need some more models painted or they're just the line troop kind of guys that mm -hmm. I, I'm not I, I like them, but I'm OK with somebody else painting them is he paints super fast and really good. Yeah. I mean, he paints really, really fast and really good. And and then some people will take a really long time and be really, really good. And then some people will take a long time, which is my quality one, and be okay. So I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. And Antonio's saying that the painting is his main hobby. Um, I'm a, I'll throw that comment up there. Yeah, and that, that was one of the, the things I, I thought of is what are you doing it for is, you know, it's just part of the hobby you love is the painting. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I've always found painting to be very relaxing and therapeutic. You know, yeah. it's kind of you're making art, you know, you're just making something that's pleasing to you. You know, you don't really. Yeah. You're not concerned about, you know, competitions or what, you know, comparing it to other people. You're just doing it for yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. So it's the joy of it. And and I think with the quality, too, though, there's um, and and I, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure what I think about this or not. But so when you go. So, for instance, when you go to a convention to run demo games, um, I don't think that you should have the old school. 40k paint job like we used to when we were painting our space marines with the white testers enamel brush and enamel paints and everybody <laughs> everybody that's in here has seen the picture circulating on the internet of that horrifically painted space marine when everybody's looked like that um, i'm not talking about that level but when you're at, at a con you know do you need the golden demon quality because you're trying, you know, you're, it's a sales pitch. There's no yeah. way, there's no other two ways to slice it. It's a sales pitch. Um, or is good quality good enough? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because quality is very subjective. So somebody might look at the stuff that I, so I'll give you a perfect, for instance, um, there's some guys that play down here and they'll look at my stuff and they'll go, man, that's really good. I'm like, eh. And then I look at your stuff and I'm like, man, that's really good. And then we both look at Tonio's stuff and we're like, man, that's really good. So <laughs> the quality is, it's subject, it's subjective. So, so, yeah. yeah, but, but again, I think everything we always talk about on this show really boils down to what are you having fun doing? So yeah. we'll just get that out of the way and say that, that that's the premise of like everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, it may be fun for you to paint at that level because maybe you do want to enter it in a competition. Maybe right. that's your thing. Um, you know, to, I guess, kind of get in there with your peers, you know, people yeah. that, you know, are in your same level of painting and 
you know, you can kind of bounce ideas off of each other and, oh, I like what you did there. I, you know, I like what you did there. You can ask people how they achieved a certain effect. Right. Um, so, I mean, that could be one of the reasons you're doing. And I think overall, a lot of it, and regardless of how, what level you paint is it's a pride thing, right. With yeah. how they look, you know, it's one of those, it's, it's not easy to do, you know, it does take a little bit of, uh, time and concentration, you know, to put into it, but sure to be proud of what you produced. Um, what, yeah, I think that's, like I, said, I think that's the thing is, is, you know, if you're happy, it's what I tell my kids all the time when they sit mm -hmm. down to paint with me. Um, I have boxes of hero clicks that have been painted so many times that I don't think you could even strip the paint off of them because they have so many layers of paint <laughs> on them from my kids painting them. And they, they always like to sit right next to me when we're painting and, you know, you, you can't help but do it, especially when you're a kid, is you're constantly comparing. So, like, well, mine doesn't look as good as yours, Dad. Yeah, and that's and, and kids are quick to do that. Right. But the thing I always tell them, and I think this applies to us all across the board, too. The thing I always tell them is the only person that has to like your model is you because mm -hmm. it's your model. Nobody else has to like it. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's your model. All, as long as as long as you look at it and go, I'm happy with that going on the board because there's another level of quality that will segue us into quantity, and that's using quantity to achieve an overall quality because that's kind of where I am with my painting and stuff. Is I want I want the full board painted up all the scatter terrain, every model painted. It's the reason I use clear bases is so that you're fully immersed in yeah. everything being painted. So it's like the overall quality of it. And real quick, Tonio was saying here, having good display models at a con on the side with okay models to play with. Well, that must be why I'm not selling everything at the cons because I don't have any display models on the side to show the quality because I'm painting them. So it is what it is. So, so, the, and that takes us to quantity yep. and we, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump back in our comments here real okay. quick um, to many warm up, made a comment in regards to this. And that's number one, you know, a lot of people don't have time to make it look like a piece of art. So that's for a hard thing for and, me. Yeah. And tabletop quality and get gaming. That's what I was talking about, about that overall, you want to play the game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> he had to follow up his comment with this, use watercolors if needed, as long as they're not gray, right? The gray legion that never hey. be assaulted by the gray legion. So when it comes to quantity, one of the things I used to always tell people jokingly is, you know, three colors dip done. Then you can get mm -hmm. to the gaming. Cause like you said, that may not be your thing, the painting hot, you know, in the hobby, right. you may want to just game. So you want to get them to the table so you can have fun rolling die. Right. And, and it goes, it goes back to, again, like you said, the hobby part of it, particularly for guys that are getting into big scale war games. Oh, yeah. I think for the, I think for what I know a lot of the guys that listen to us play being skirmish games, um, I think it's realistic to say, yeah, you know, I have my whole army painted cause it's what seven to 15 guys, depending on what game you play. Um, but if you're not a painter, 
like you don't want to paint at all. You come into the hobby and you're like, I love this game. It's amazing. I love the fluff. Uh, there's nothing about it I don't like except the part where it comes to painting. Yep. You might have that. If you're playing the big army games, you might have somebody showing up with the gray army just because they don't like painting. Yeah. Um, and that can be tough because getting something commission painted, it, it's never, it's not cheap. You're, no. it's art you're paying you're paying for what you get you know what i mean so yeah. i think it's i think it's okay for commission painting to cost because when i say cost i mean be a little on the expensive side because you're paying well, for art there are all are alternatives to that and thankfully your favorite place ebay you can always find somebody's oh, yeah. old army that maybe either half painted so you get a start yep. or sometimes all the way painted yeah and then you yeah. can just play the game Yep, I've even picked some uh, Mal old the old first edition Malifaux models up to use in Twisted. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> I almost missed that one. <laughs> you already missed one. I'm surprised Alder didn't get on you. Oh um, man! <laughs> but um, I did the same thing because there were some really cool models that I wanted to add. But I was like, oh man, I already got like five drawers full of models. Have a little label on the front that says Twisted and there's not a single demented games model in there because I've painted all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, do we got any good comments here? Let's, Let's see. see. Uh, okay, yeah. Spaz. He was, he needed to refresh his page. He's been waiting for us to start. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so for, okay. So back, back to the quantity thing. Like I said, for me, it's the overall effect of the table. And like many war more warmut was saying, is for him, it's about getting the game to the yeah. table. And yeah. and the quantity I hate batch painting. It's probably one of the things that pushed me away from 40 blue, 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 yellow, 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 yellow. It it was <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't even that. It was, and I think I told the story before is that. One day, I foolishly watched a video on how to easily paint lightning on your models. And I went, wow, that really was easy. Let me try that. And I painted it on one shoulder what pad of do? my painted 8,000-point <laughs> Night Lord's army and went, wow, that looks really good. And I looked over and went, now I have to do them all. So, <laughs> yeah. so that was that was tough. Um and I think that's kind of what what pushed me away from from the quantity thing was just the batch painting, because yeah. I like paint. I do like painting and I but I don't like batch painting. I don't feel like I'm relaxing. I feel like I'm it's I feel like it's very task oriented. Yeah, it's kind of painting. like uh, you almost feel like you have pressure on yourself to get these done. And yeah. that's one of the things I don't like is I don't like having that that feeling like I got to get these done. I can't play with these unless they're done. Right. And I know some people don't care. That's why we see lots of gray on the table. Well, and Alder's the flip side of that. He won't but play yes. unless, it's, unless it's painted. And that, and that's cool, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. He um, says they'll never be golden demon standard, but he's happy. Hey, that Carter you that Carter you posted was pretty awesome. Like I'll trade yeah. you my Carter for your Carter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, one of the things too with uh quantity is you know maybe you don't have a lot of time I and mean, we mentioned this before right. to spend on those high-end paint jobs and you know and i've been i've had this problem where you just got hi nando 
<laughs> a, a ton of them to get through. And right. maybe you are like Alder where you, you got to have paint on them. You know, you, just, right. you don't like playing them with them without paint. So then you do these kind of quicker, uh, you know, just very basic paint jobs. You wash it and then it's done. Yeah. Um, so you can, you know, it, it's, I don't want to say a simpler paint technique, but it's a quicker one right. where you're not spending, you know, time doing the layers and the glazing and the, right. and you know, the washes and then highlighting and all that stuff. You're just, right. okay. And just learning how to do or that stuff, you know, yeah. it's very time consuming. Um, Antonio makes another good point too. Those cohesive bases on large forces really tie them together and help. Like if you're not the best painter in the world, doing bases and to tie them together doesn't mm -hmm. have to be complicated. A couple of little tufts of grass that's just consistent across all of them or a couple pieces of cork for rock build, you know, builds that so it can really add to it. That's a very true for when you're going for that quantity and maybe you're not the best painter uh, or maybe you just don't have the time and you are the best painter, but you're just trying to get them out. Now, it does work with transparent bases, though, Tonio. I, you'd be surprised because then once you put them on the board, they're part of the terrain, so they have a cohesive base. Because you can <laughs> see the terrain right through the base. It's perfect. Yeah? Did that not work? No. Okay, well, I <laughs> yes, it, it, that does work if you go on that level of terrain building, but that was a little bit of what we... That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's cheating. No, that's a, that way I can have my Dickensians can be on a sewer base. They can be on a desert base. They can be a, every single board that I make. That's the base that they have by default. <laughs> and, you know, the funniest thing about that, though, is I love making bases. I love it. If I, it if I paint fun. anybody else's models, if somebody asked me to paint something for them, I'll go, I'll go crazy on the base. But if it's mine, it needs to be on a clear base. <laughs> That's how it works. It's just the rules, man. It's just the rules. And now I'm so far into it. It's like, there's, there's no coming back. It's like, yeah, you can't turn back now. No, there's, there's no turning back. It would cost me a fortune just to buy all the 30 mil and, 25 mm -hmm. mil bases that I would need to put them back onto regular bases. Man, oh man. So let's see. Do we have any last points for quality? And we kind of touched on this a little bit. Let's see. Uh, we <laughs> talked about sometimes you just don't have the skills or the techniques down um, to paint at that level. And, you know, that can be frustrating, but that's okay if you don't. I mean, yeah. like we mentioned, you know, you're doing a lot of them. You kind of want something that's maybe a little more simplified anyway, uh, so you can get them to the table and play. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think too, one of the things as, as being, uh, I prefer to say a more seasoned war gamer than to say the, the three letter word that really applies to most of us. <laughs> um, I like that is that, you know, when, when I first started painting models, there were just a handful of paints and they were all Citadel or testers. Yeah. Um, and you didn't have access to these things like the contrast paints and washes. You had some inks, but you know, they were, they were artist inks. Yeah. They were some pretty. Yeah. And, and, not, and not really cheap either. No. Um, so, so it was, it was really hard to do that. And now 
you have so many resources that whether you're super good, you know, you may be the best painter in the world, but somebody else might not be. And the contrast paints and the washes and like the army painter dip, those are really helpful to people that maybe aren't as skilled or maybe aren't interested in becoming as skilled simply yeah. because it's going to get them more involved in the game because it's making it easier. So I remember when the contrast paints came out now, you know, full disclosure here, they did make them sound like they were a miracle. Like you were going to, you were going to dip your model into it and, uh, uh, and go look at this golden demon that I just dipped into my <laughs> contrast paint. Right. They, they did make it sound that way, but there's such a great tool for the toolbox for people that are just beginning painting or just trying to get their stuff on the table with, some paint on it and they're just not interested in doing that stuff. So I'm glad that that stuff is out there, but yeah. I think at the same time, always looking to learn little tricks of trade. And there's just so, so much stuff out there on YouTube right now for tips on painting and all kinds, you know, every kind of thing you could possibly imagine. So there's just, we're just inundated with good stuff in regards to it. On that note, I really want to try the new Army Painter. Yeah, I was paint. thinking that too. <laughs> yeah, I want to try. I want to try those. Um, re I, I suspect that, that they're very similar to the contrast paints, like uh, identical, except for uh, some color cost. selection. Yeah. Well, yeah, and cost. And but color selection is really what I'm looking at. Oh man, Alder gave me a thumbs down. Oh, because of the clear bases. <sighs> you busted your chops. Oh, man. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, well, my Carter doesn't take the desert with him to the sewer. Just saying. <laughs> so Spaz here kind of sums it up a little bit. He found a happy medium between his skill potential and how quick he paints. So his models yeah. look good on the table, but do not hold up close to, you know, close to scrutiny. Yeah. Uh, well, and we've said that before. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, it kind of comes down to, uh, you know, what are you painting for? You know, yep. are you painting for yourself, for your own enjoyment? You know, you like that part of the hobby or are you painting for, you know, like competition? You want to actually, right. and you know what? That may be fun for you. Just painting oh, yeah. that level too. Well, um, I know. Um, so the, so the veiled lamp is Sebastian Archer's sculpting company brand, whatever you would call it. And he sculpts busts four painters and there was just a painting competition in Australia. And I love to look at those super high level painters that do those paint jobs, man. And you read some of the comments from the other painters and they're talking about stuff that I'm like, you, you do that. That kind of stuff is real in painting. You can do that. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. I love to look at that stuff. It, it's yeah. absolutely amazing. And I, I appreciate the skill level that, that those guys and girls have that are doing that. It's just amazing. I love to look at them. I would it's like inspiring, to have right? Even, even if well, you're just doing like your basic paints, it, it kind of inspires you still yeah. to get paint on them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alder said he uses a lot of contrast paints. I do too. I like them. Oh, you thin them out. You know, I haven't tried that yet. The couple times I've used them, I thin them out too. They're just, they're yeah. too contrasty for me. 
Maybe so it's, I, I'm basically turning them into a glaze is what I'm doing. Maybe it's what, maybe it's what I've been using them for. I really like, so not to get too far off, but I really like the Akellen green and it looks really, really, really good over the top of any kind of metallic. Uh, yeah. And I, that was totally by accident that I discovered that. And Tonio's Tonio said they make great glazes. So if he said they do, then they do. He agreed with me <laughs> because I've seen I've seen the stuff he's painting, and if they if he says it makes a good glaze, then it makes a good glaze. Yeah. So now now I'm gonna have to. I have some glaze medium upstairs too. It, this, it, help me, painter guys. Is that what I use? <laughs> Do I use glaze medium to make the contrast into a glaze? Help. I'm lost right now. Listen, I'm already trying to do two new things. I'm about to add a third one to it, and I'm going to confuse myself. So what are you going to do when the uh, 3D printer shows up and you got four things going on? What 3D printer? Did you order me a resin 3D printer? I <laughs> no, don't know. I'm just saying, it shows up. You missed my birthday. You're um, going to be bouncing around. No. No, no. No 3D printer for me right now. Not right now. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? All right. So anyway, that's quantity versus quality. Um, uh, oh, wait, we got one quick comment here. Let's hit this one from uh, from Mike. He says, little jealous that the newer paints in the YouTube weren't available to me when I was learning to paint. Yeah, no, no doubt. Nice thing is that the probability has risen to see a nice painted army across the table. That's very true. That, yeah. And that's one of the things we were talking about is it makes it so much easier for people to do that so that you don't have the, the gray army showing up all the time. I think, I think the, the resources are just fantastic that, that they're out there um, and, and so readily available to everyone. So, but quantity versus quality, you know, it kind of depends on what you're playing too, because if you're playing a skirmish game, you're going to have to buy everything, every faction to get quantity, period. So yeah. uh, like I said, just kind of depends on what you're looking for and what you're trying to achieve. Uh, like I said, I think I've hit a balance of it where I have a few a handful of models that I'll pick out. And I'm like, I'm going to spend some time on these guys. I'm going to edge highlight and I'm going to I'm going to just do everything I know how to do uh, as well as I can do it and, and make him look as good as I can. And then this this pack of guys over here they're gonna they're gonna see a whole lot of contrast paint and dry brushing you know what i'm saying so the scrubs can, that's right so they can get on the table because i don't need them to be painted nicer than the guy that's going to crush them in the game you know <laughs> that's, just, that's just humiliating for for the guy you know what i'm saying so anyway that's it i that's think it. that's it fastest we don't we don't have our standard uh Todd's not here to give us the fastest 30 minutes. Yeah, of he had a game night tonight. So I said, oh. good thing it'll be up on YouTube and Facebook well, later. Can't fault him for having a game night. You gotta That's go, right. gotta go to a game night. So there you go. Bam, fastest 30 minutes in gaming. All right, Eric, take I'm us up. out, my friend. All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in, invaders. And if you're new to the show or just want some more content, you can find more of our audio on all the podcast platforms for your listening pleasure. Or if you want some video, you can check us out over on the YouTube channel where we have unboxings and kind of our, you know, just first peeks at different stuff. Um, and please, you guys, visit us on all the social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. If you want to join Discord, we got a growing community that are constantly having their own conversations. I mean, I feel like I don't even have to 
I get in there right. and I'm just like, I can just read what everybody's saying. And you could go over there and see Tonio's giant that he's working on. It's awesome. Yeah. Post pictures of what you guys are working on, have questions in there. That's great. But if you also have other questions or maybe suggestions for us, you feel free to send us an email at uh, IndieInvasion at gmail.com. And if you like what we're doing and want to support us, we have a Patreon. You can show show support by throwing some bucks at us, keep the lights on. And if you also want to support us with some merch, we have the Red Bubble store where you can get hats, coffee mugs, dresses. Dresses. Yeah, I must have miniskirts. <laughs> Throw pillows, comforters for your bed. Make your wife's really happy having everything decked out. <laughs> Just do your whole room in Indian yeah. invasion. But you can check us out there, and that is at uh, Redbubble slash people slash Indie Invasion. I had to think about it for a minute. I had to think of how many slashes there were in there. Slash, slash, slash. <laughs> but that's all we got for you guys tonight. Um, you know what? I'm forgetting the website. If you guys want to visit our website, CoastalTechs.com, we have the podcast and all links to all these places on there so you guys can have some quick links to check them out and, uh, you know, pop in there and see what we got going on. we got information for something that's coming up pretty soon that we may talk right. about next that's right. Week, if you're maybe? in the South, if you're in the Southeast, February 25th, coastal con 2022, this will be our third one. Yep. Yep. But that is it. That is officially it now. Thanks you guys for tuning in for another Thursday night shorts fastest minute fastest 30 minutes in gaming and you know what guys until next week prepare yourself for the invasion <laughs> <laughs>